Hi, I'm Stacy, and I am very excited to be a part of the Ignite Women's Business event hosted by Mel Tempest. Mel, thank you for the invite. My topic, group fitness. Groupness now and how it is evolving and changing and how we're stronger together when we form partnerships to create awesome experiences in group fitness that are inspiring members and keeping them coming back to our health clubs, gyms, and associations. A little bit about me. I have been teaching group fitness for over 13 years. I'm the owner of Soul Body Fitness, a programming company that designs and creates classes that are relative, on trend, smart, results-driven. They're the classes that really are engaging members, keeping them coming back. The classes are all choreographed, set to music, that creates consistency and allows the instructors to teach with confidence. Classes range from bar, the two different formats, hit, and yoga sculpt. So, enough about me. Let's move into change. Group fitness, well, first of all, in life, the only constant is change, right? And those that are able to, and able to adapt to change, they're the ones that are gonna survive. So we need to embrace it, we need to own it. We need to keep moving forward strategically. Let's go into the evolution of group fitness and how it's changed. Mid-1900s when it started coming to the forefront and understanding that exercise and movement is healthy for the body. Cooper Aerobics in the 1960s, Dr. Cooper was educating uh, people that calisthenics and stretching are good for the health. In the 1970s, dance came out of the dance studio just for dancers and into the studios for the fitness enthusiasts at the time that wanted to move and be stronger. And that was Jazzercise and Bar by Lottie Burke. Lots came out in the 1970s for movement. But then the 1980s, it really started picking up. Jen Miller created Step Aerobics and then she hit the nail on the head. It's still being taught today. You'll still find it on the group exercise schedule. Also what happened in the 1980s? Exercise came into the living room on the TV with VHS tapes. Jane Fonda, Richard Simmons, a ton of them out there, Denise Austin. They were the first to bring the convenience of when I wanted, how I wanted, the conveniences of fitness into the home. 1990s, we did begin to see the boutique studios, but it was more yoga-centric. And then something happened in the 2000s. The boutique fitness revolution. <gasps> they completely reinvented the group fitness experience and they did it really, really well. The spin cycles, flywheel and soul cycle, to name a few. The boot camps, Orange Theory, CrossFit, uh, Barry's Boot Camp, Boxing, Rumble, all the bar studios, all those yoga studios, they were crushing it. In the last two years, from 2017 to 2019, Boutique studios rose 450%. How did they do it? What was their secret sauce? They had all pieces of the pie. The experiences were unbelievable and they created them. Programs, instructors, and environments. The programs were those smart, fun, new, creative, results-driven, functional programs that were grabbing people's attention because they were new. 
the instructors, they were rock stars. They were entertaining the members, keeping them coming back, keeping them engaged, creating communities of like-minded people that wanted to work out in, uh, together. Think about it. We're human, human beings. By nature, we socialize. And then the environment. My gosh, the studios were amazing. Soup to nuts. From the moment you walked in the door to the moment you left, it was a complete experience. The sound system, the lighting, the decor, even the smaller amenities, the water bottles, um, the hair ties. It was just, the, the, the bathrooms were stocked with beautiful things. They did it really, really well by creating the experiences. Health clubs before this pandemic, before the situation we're in now, health clubs did recognize that group fitness mattered and they did start picking up their game. If you look at these numbers, it makes sense how much group fitness is a retention tool. 22% of a grouper stays longer with their gym. 84% of a grouper will recommend their health club, gym or association than a non-grouper. And non-grouper, I mean the one that just comes in for the cardio equipment or the weight training. The groupers are the ones that, are bring, that wanna be, be together, work out together, and they're bringing their friends to the table. 65% of a potential member walking into a club is going to look at that group exercise schedule first before deciding to join. So again, group fitness, huge retention tool. Then, like I said, something happened Q1 this year. It was crazy. We're in a pandemic globally and everybody stopped. They took a breath, they looked around, they came to this T intersection, they had to either turn right or left, and they all went live everywhere. I mean, social media blew up with fitness. It just goes to show you as much as you saw on social media, it was all group fitness exercise that people were bringing to the forefront, whether it was free or now they're doing paid. It was amazing how all those instructors, all those gyms went out there and kept engaging people through group fitness. Now, workout from home, W-O-F-H, it's not new. It just got accelerated. And we need to be there if you aren't already. People now want conveniences. They, they know what they want. They want the conveniences and their options all together. And when that happens, you're going to get engaged members. You're going to have success. Your community is already there. They love your brand. Keep them by engaging them now virtually. It is time. They will be back. I want to give you this number. A Piper Sandling um, survey said 84% of this one club, their members plan on returning. They will be back. It's just going to be different. And this is where the change is going to happen. You've got to put the virtual content in there. The omni-channel experience has to exist. If you haven't done it, you need to seriously think about how that's going to look for you. You really need to make this a project. If you look at the screen, the omni-channel experience is a much larger square than the in-person experience. Why? Because when you begin to open, it's going to be 25 to 30% capacity. 
well, what's going to happen to the 75, 80% of the members that aren't coming in? You need to capture them. You need to engage them. That's going to be the virtual content. You need to think about on demand, which is the pre recorded videos, and live. Give those instructors that platform to connect with, the, with your members that they love and the classes that your members love. Now, as you're looking at these platforms, make sure they are efficient and there is a long term goal here. They're going to work for you long term. I'm not here to educate you on virtual platforms. I can sh sh share with you a couple that I feel will be long term, but every day I get a new email <laughs> from another company that is offering virtual platforms and able to take our content um, online. So here I have Burnalong, Uscreen, Vimeo, Zoom, Yondo, MindBody's getting there. Those are to name of just a few that will be able to possibly be the long term you need to do your homework you need to make this a project spend some time on it research talk to your colleagues and others that are see what they're doing um i put facebook and ig uh instagram at the end there on youtube that's not your long term but it's also a great platform to keep them engaged just a little bit it's free content but that's okay it's keeping them engaged. It's keeping them connected. That's a good thing. Uh, on the other side, I have Wexer and Fitness On Demand. These are platforms that host on-demand professionally recorded workouts. Uh, we're a part of them, and they are in the health club. So you have the screen there, and um, it's a great tool for the group exercise room when possibly you don't have the fitness instructor, or it may be off-peak hours and you have just a few that want to work out. It's a great amenity to have. I strongly encourage you to look at something like that. Um, Forte Fit, great product. This is really smart because what they've done is implement, they have the hardware, so they implement the cameras in your studio and the software to stream the class. So a great way to do live and pre-recorded. Really smart uh, company. All right, so whatever you do, do your homework, investigate. All right, here's what I really wanna talk about. Teaming up and forming partnerships. Forming partnerships with a program partner and, and the health club or the gym or the association or studios. There's some very important key elements into forming partnerships that's gonna create success. Now I wanna go over those. Commitment to a common goal. You all have one goal in mind here when you partner. Make sure you all envision that same goal. Make sure you can see it, taste it, you breathe it, you live it. That is where the success is going to come. It's when you're all going in the same direction on one path. Complementary capabilities. What I mean by that is you do you. The club operator, they're doing their job really, really well. Let them implement it. The program partner, whether it's in-house or third party, they do really well creating the content, the manual, the choreography. Let them do what they do really well and then come into the middle. Communication has got to be there. Communication um, on, from both parties so that, that's actually a buzzword right now, right? Everybody's talking about communicating with your team members, communicating with your members, 
Um, you need to communicate when you form a partnership here with the program partner and the club operator or director, okay? Adapt to each other's differences. The club may have certain needs and the program partner is gonna have certain needs or ways of the, uh, maybe equipment or ways that they have created their class. And the club can only do so much, so they have certain limitations. Make sure you two, the two of them can adapt to each other to create that goal and that makes that uh, a success. Trust, it's gotta be there. You gotta both trust that you know you're heading towards that common goal together to make it the best experience and the best success. Last one is reputation. Again, do your homework. Club operators, associations, directors, do your homework, research. Find out if that program partner is really the best fit. You have a need and you need to make sure they're gonna fill it. Okay, enough on the elements and key elements of partnership. Let's go into one more group that has to be a part of this success. It does take a village, and that's including the instructors, your trainers. They're all going to reach this common goal together. Use your instructors, pull them in, make them part of the communication, build up the communication with them, because why? They're your boots on the ground. They're your voice. They're the ones that are out there talking about the health club, talking about their classes, and engaging with your members inspiring them, motivating them, getting them to come back for more. So don't forget to bring and pull them in. We actually work with a lot of clubs where one of the star instructors or leaders is the ambassador to the program. They are the ones maybe that connect with the program's uh, partner and uh, make sure everything's going smoothly. Uh, if there's any questions about the choreography, uh, continuing education, um, anything like that, Bring them in, bring in your leaders there and make them a part of this relationship, this partnership, okay? All right, two ways, a couple ways you can go about it. You can go about one or the other or both. Let's talk about each one. In-house, in-house is when you have a, a um, instructor that has created an amazing program, an amazing class. And you want to implement that throughout your association or throughout your, your health club. You've got to think about the cost of onboarding that person or that team. Are you going to see an ROI from it? Make sure they have developed something that is substantial enough to keep that education there. It's strong. The manual is comprehensive. And the instructors can really learn and develop from this implementation of, pro of new programming. I am a firm believer in choreography. It doesn't mean you're taking away the creativeness of the instructor. If anything, you're delivering, the choreography is delivering something on a silver platter for the instructors to take and bring their personality to the stage or to the front of the room and with confidence. That's really important because they want to connect. Then lastly, what if that doesn't work out? Do you have a backup plan? Is there a plan B? Because the worst thing is a program taking off and then it fails and it comes off 
the group fitness schedule. Members get really disappointed. Don't build that excitement and then it fails. All right, the other option uh, is third party. A third party, same thing. Do your homework. There are a lot of programs out there that have, pro that have uh, content, right? Make sure it's a sound company that will see it stay with you for the long term. Um, you're going to need to inquire as well about the cost here. Is there licensing fees? What are the training fees? And then if there's choreography, what are those fees? And then take a step back and ask yourself, who's going to cover what? What's important for me? What can I afford? What can I not? How am I going to implement it? How am I not? And what, how, who's going to be responsible for what? Instructor versus club. If the instructor is spending their time training and getting educated, there should be some continuing education credits associated with that programming. Okay, make sure it's worth their time. Um, get testimonials, get referrals, uh, talk to your colleagues, find out what they're doing. Quota um, fitness conferences and we're back up and running and uh, see what's going on out in the, in the group fitness world. Okay. And again, I'll go back to, you can have both of these. There's going to be in-house that is really successful, and there's going to be outside third-party programming that's going to be really successful. Whatever it is, implement it well and form that partnership. Okay. Here, after that's all said and done, you've got win, 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 win across the board. Because when a member is happy, everybody wins. So I really feel strongly about that hashtag stronger together. It really does mean something. Uh, we need to continue to inspire. We need to continue to elevate those experiences and keep the members engaged, coming back again and again. I wanna share with you, this is a great testimonial and great um, uh, stat here. Mo Hagen, who was the director of Good Life Fitness uh, in Canada at the time in 2018, was looking for a program to just bring some freshness uh, to her fitness schedule and for her members. She wanted something new, something that was current, something that she knew her members would be excited for. She wanted to start with her women's division club. She did her homework and she approached me and uh, we decided we were gonna work together it has been an unbelievable success because of our partnership. Within six months after implementing the beginning of January 2018, they saw a 6% increase in group fitness participation. That's an amazing number. By the following year, we went into their co-ed clubs and we're still crushing it. As soon as they open back up, I know they can't wait to get back on that group exercise floor. The instructors are amazing. They have formed the most beautiful partnership between their operations, the programming partner, and their instructors. Okay, one more thing I want to talk about. Think outside the box. Why? Because it's now wellness health is a whole, and it is the wellness lifestyle. It's not just exercise. Wellness said best by the Global uh, Wellness Institute, who I love, 
Wellness, the active pursuit of activities, choices, and lifestyles that lead to the state of holistic health. This is absolutely true now. Health is the whole package. Nutrition, mindfulness, um, uh, movement, exercise, everything. It's being healthy as a whole. Global Wellness Institute, if you don't follow it yet, I suggest you do. They have great newsletters. But let's take a look at this box for program ideas. Again, think what else you could bring to the table to engage and keep your members coming back, to keep that community tight. You could have nutrition courses. You could have a nutrition class monthly, meetups. Can you even supply food at your, at your gym from a local company that is providing really healthy nutrition? Mindfulness, meditation classes, recovery. This shouldn't be a buzzword. This should be an everyday word. Put those recovery and meditation classes on your group fitness schedule as well. Travel, wellness travel is a billion dollar industry right now. It's not going anywhere. We will travel again. We will be back. I'm not, I don't have a crystal ball, but I do believe we will be back. We are social creatures by nature. So talk about wellness travel. Maybe host a retreat. Maybe someone can um, sponsor a retreat through your club, bringing in, again, engaging your members. And music, actually music's really becoming part of the wellness scene as therapy. Bring it in. Maybe you have a, a concert. Um, uh, it's, it's just a wonderful way, uh, a special event to bring, again, your members into uh, your health clubs and associations. So again, think outside the box. All right, I'm going to talk about change one more time. You change nothing, nothing is going to change, and you're not going to survive. We have to continue to evolve. Let's elevate this experience. It's time. I am here to help. I even tell I'm very passionate about group fitness, and I welcome you to reach out to me. Um, here's my phone, my email. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, any questions you have, any thoughts, ideas, I love feedback, please bring them, bring them to me. Um, I wanna say one more time, thank you, Mel Tempest. She has created a beautiful platform for women leaders in fitness to talk about um, ideas and educate. So thank you again for spearheading this. It's been wonderful. And again, I look forward to hearing from y'all.